I have tap in stuck in my head. Oh my god! I yesterday I was at the store, and I'm not even making this up. I had three songs stuck in my head like simultaneously. Like I jump from one song to the other, and I was like, "What the? Is this normal? Like, what? <laughs> What's happening?" What, what if like your brain did like a Spotify Wrapped? Oh my and god! Showed you like the songs that were stuck in your head for the entire year, dude. <laughs> that would be everything do you always have a song stuck in your head like is that okay can i can i tell you something literally every single well i don't know about every single night or every single morning but i always often wake up with a random ass song in my head like a song that i haven't heard in like years or like something that just has been circulating in my memory and i'm like where does this song come from? That'll be your alarm clock. <laughs> just like your thoughts booming with this song and you just wake up out of nowhere. That's funny. Yeah, but I, okay. Can we talk about how Tappan is a bop? I mean, yeah, it's a good, the original is like, has been a classic song for so long. I just... I really like Sweetie, honestly. Like, yes, I think a lot of her songs, well, I mean, all of her popular songs, they're um, sampled. Mm-hmm. But I think she's doing a lot of things right, you know? So I want to hear some originality. Agreed. Yeah, no, I don't think she has, where she stands now, I don't think she has, like, a lot of longevity. But... I mean, I'm still blasting tap in. <laughs> yeah, I, I can get down with that. Um, how was your weekend? Any any cool things to share? Uh, yeah, actually, um, I stayed in my bed for 48 hours. <laughs> Cause seasonal depression. Have you been feeling better? <laughs> <laughs> uh no but it's okay i'm i'm getting through it okay well i had a great weekend um not to rub it in but i I had a good weekend very fun very peaceful very covid safe um here (laughs) very covid safe that's like an update to everybody like no i don't have covid yet like i'm good i'm still living (laughs) is that your brand now (laughs) my brand covid safe no, your brand, your brand is, um, it's coffee, chihuahuas, and COVID safe. <laughs> oh my god! Honestly, if COVID was like a permanent thing, you bet your ass I'd be part of my brand. Um, hopefully, we're getting through it. I know the holidays are coming up, and honestly, couldn't have been worse timing with the damn pandemic. But um, I don't know. I'm just living life, getting through it. Um, I'm hopeful. I'm just wanting to get that vaccine already so I can stop getting tested. No, on the real though, I haven't been tested in a long time. I think his cases have been going up. All the testing <laughs> booked. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should sit out for a few weeks because it's not that important for me. Do you miss your your old stomping ground? <laughs> Shut up. I think they miss me. I think that's <laughs> 
So this week, we wanted to talk a little bit about what's been going on trending topics on the internet. This headline, could YouTuber Gabby DeMartino face criminal charges and jail for OnlyFans childhood video? So we, uh, Dylan and I have this shared guilty pleasure of watching these two YouTubers, they're two 20-something-year-old girls who are disgustingly rich and have a lot of success, you know, great for them. Um, but one of them, one of the, their twins, um, Gabby and Nikki DiMartino, one of the twins, Gabby, um, we've been watching for the past few months and she got into some pretty serious uh, drama that has been covered. Um, basically, she started an OnlyFans for her like tight knit, closer fan group who would pay what wait, wait, wait. what does she call them? Fans, fancy babes fancy or something babies. like that? Fancy babies. <laughs> That's her branding. Like she's like a fancy person. So she started an OnlyFans where she claimed she could like put out content that she wouldn't normally on YouTube and other platforms because of her sponsors and monetization. So she um, started an OnlyFans um, where she could post more explicit content. And she uh unfortunately made the decision to post a childhood video where she shows i i obviously am not gonna watch the video i haven't seen the video but allegedly it shows like her lifting up her skirt when she's little as a joke um and she wasn't wearing anything under so a lot of people obviously called her out immediately on it as they should have because that's i'm not gonna say the word here but it's cp you can figure out what that stands for um, and Dylan and I were genuinely shocked and it was just like such a big allegation, you know, and it's scary. And I do think it was a very, very poor lapse in either judgment or she's out of touch in, in reality. Um, but it's just a huge problem that she had number one, uploaded that number two, sold it for $3. And I didn't mention this, but in the caption of that post, she had kind of alluded that she wrote like i don't want to put my panties on along the lines of that and she alluded that she was you know posting a picture of her without any underwear which is what the only fan side is really kind of for um yeah that was disappointing to see um because i genuinely kind of liked her videos they were entertaining and i'm not saying i'll, I'll completely ban her it's just this i i just will she come back probably but will this ever leave her i don't think so and i just dylan and i were discussing this what do you think is the appropriate consequence because there's just so much in it to unpack here yeah like first of all yeah there i don't even know like where to begin first of all like i think i kind of have an issue with very famous influencers and celebrities starting in OnlyFans only because earlier this year, I think Bella Thorne, she started in OnlyFans and she made like $2 million in like the first day. And the only type of content that she had that she was like posting was just very, like it wasn't scandalous or 
you know, erotic or whatever. And OnlyFans had to kind of change their terms of service. And because, you know, Bella Thorne, like, obviously profited off of just showing a fucking selfie of her, which what you can argue that that's there's nothing wrong with that. But I kind of I feel like there's something morally wrong with that because there are a lot of, you know, sex workers and people who really are trying to boost their OnlyFans. And mm-hmm. when celebrities and really famous influencers just go on there and start posting reckless ass shit like that, it really kind of fucks it up for the entire... Uh, for the you- living off of it. Yeah, and second of all... Okay, so the caption for... Okay, first of all, I just have so many thoughts. <laughs> So if you're not familiar with OnlyFans, um, you can subscribe to somebody and pay for that, but you can also have your OnlyFans like free to subscribe, but have people pay for pictures. So this picture or this video that she posted was captioned, won't put my panties on. (laughs) So obviously when you see that, and she charged $3 for it, so... Um, obviously like when you see that caption, you're gonna, you're not going to expect to see a little girl. I like, what was, what was the thought process? And, um, Angela, you said like, she's so out of touch with reality. And I really think like these influencers and celebrities are like, they don't see, I feel like they're living in a world where. Yes, they get hate and, you know, trolls and comments and stuff like that. But largely, they're living in a world where they're just constantly being loved all the time. They're constantly being hyped up and saying, like, yes, I love you. You're the best. Like, you're my idol, et cetera, et cetera. And I do think that does something to your your brain and your way of thinking. And it does put you out of reality sometimes. And I feel like this is just an example of that. Like, girl, what the fuck were you thinking? Right. And a lot of content we're entertaining. And Dylan and I honestly just watch it. We don't hate on her or anything, but we just kind of watch it because we're just like baffled at how much success she's like not that far from our age, how much success and richness and buying everything she wants, you know, which is cool. That's it is entertaining. Um, but it's just I think that a lot of her content sometimes, a lot of her clickbaity titles, thumb, thumb, thumbnails, uh, kind of surround like her having to defend herself from those haters, kind of not really having always being defensive towards what the whatever criticism that is or whatever people have to say. So at first, when this scandal kind of arose and, and drama channels on YouTube began to speak about it, she had posted on Twitter oh, all these drama channels really stretching, trying to make something bad over a video that I had posted of my child, of an innocent childhood video. And that made it all worse because she didn't just accept the responsibility until she saw how bad it got, until she saw the kind of comments people were making, which were completely valid, I would never post a naked picture of myself as a baby because it's wrong. It's just that that's an underage person, clearly. Like, no, 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 no. Um, And then to make matters even worse, 
allegedly there was a, a leaked transcript of she has a group chat. Gabby DeMartino has this group chat with all of her fancy babies. Um, and it's like she texts them. It's like a group thread. And uh, she made a voice now and somebody leaked the transcript. And she had allegedly said that um, she was scared Ariana Grande might catch wind of this and unfriend her on Instagram. And I don't know whether this is true or not, but if it is, that is just incredibly sad. And we clearly see her intentions marked as she just wants to be on top, making her money, making her her dough, getting her followers, doing what these these girls live their lives however they want. And yes, you know, they have put in their work for it. It's well-deserved. But at the same time, when something like this happens, I do believe that they have to be, or Gabby has to be held responsible for that. They can live their lives however they want. That's great. They have so much money. They're making their own music, their own perfume lines, like wonderful. But that doesn't mean that, I mean, you, you risk all of that when you make a decision that's not smart. You risk all of it. My thing is, like, where the fuck are your, where is your media team? You know what I honestly think? Like, I think these influencers who are constantly getting into scandals like this, they need to have somebody, they need, like, their own PR social media manager. Like, they cannot be doing shit like this willy-nilly. It's one thing to, like you know, posts about fun stuff. But like, I do think once they start going to like other platforms, like OnlyFans, you need like a team or somebody, somebody, anybody (laughs) to be like, okay, girl, this is how it's going to work. We're going to do X, Y, and Z. And me and Angela, we work in like the PR and marketing field. So I feel like we can really speak to this, but like once you get to a certain, once your brand, cause that's what these influencers are. I also feel weird saying these influencers. I feel like an old <laughs> person and I'm like these young people. Um, but like what these people are is their brands. Like it's not like, yes, there's a person behind it, but largely their brands in and of themselves. And I feel like once they reach a certain uh, following, your social media content needs to be monitored by somebody, whether it's a social media manager or PR person or somebody like somebody needs a second opinion on anything you post because they really put their foots in their own mouths. Did I say that right? Like they put their foot in their own mouth, like, like she was way too quick to kind of respond to all of this criticism only to backtrack and be like, Oh yeah, sorry. I get it now. It's like, Oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> let me get off my soapbox. No, I agree with you. They need, they just need a team who can review their content before posting it. And that would keep them out of so much trouble. So much. Because now she's in legal trouble potentially. Oh, do you think, here's my question. Do you think, what's the appropriate, what happens now? Like, do you think she's been contacted by authorities? And that's the thing I've been seeing. I've been seeing like videos on this and being like, she needs to go to jail. She needs jail time. And like, I get it. I understand that reaction. 
but I don't, I don't necessarily agree with jail time only because it's a picture of, or sorry, it's a video of her as a child. And I do, and some people are like, it doesn't matter if it's a video of her, like when she's younger, like a child is a child. And I just think like, it kind of does. Like if it's a picture of you. Can I interrupt? If I were to, if, if I had inappropriate pictures of me under the age of 18 and I began to sell them. Yes, I'm consenting, but I'm underage. I'm I'm adding to that, uh, like it's okay to view this content problem, because there are people out there who think who like this and who think it's okay and who harm children because of this. A child can't consent. Sure, you can consent if it's your picture and you're over the age of eighteen, but you're still adding to the problem. It is still illegal. There are Dylan. There are seventeen-year-olds, sixteen-year-olds who are registered as sex offenders because they either send a picture of like a, a girl in high school sending a, a naked picture to her boyfriend or something or or that boyfriend distributing that picture, they could get in legal trouble. Or even like if the parents don't, don't consent in some states, depends I think where you're from, but if the parents don't consent to like a 17-year-old dating a 20-year-old. Yes, that's- but that's not the situation. And like, I'm- I understand, like I'm not saying that she should or shouldn't face some legal ramifications, but jail, jail, yeah, like, do I we really think so. jail is the right? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think, and this is not going to happen. Like I'm pretty sure it won't happen this way, but I think the perfect kind of like consequence for this wouldn't be really jail time, but it would be like, honestly, it would be having something on her record for this. This is not Okay. Um, it would be probation with her YouTube channel. Like, girl, we're going to be watching you. If there's something you don't post right, you're off the platform for an ex- suspended, you know, like there should be more. And I think YouTube needs to kind of get on this. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know, because clearly the whole canceling thing is just fucking stupid that people never really get canceled. There's, there's just consequences. And part of that might be like losing subscribers, losing followers, losing the likes and all that, but they're still going to continue what they're doing. And I don't know this. It's an, it's a complicated matter. It's complicated. Yeah. And honestly, like I'm, I think OnlyFans did remove her account, which like good on them. But overall, I just feel like this is a very, kind of gross like when I first heard about it I kind of felt just like gross it's gross it is and it's sad it's shocking and sad and I just it took me a while to sort of form my opinion because I kept going back and forth but if she wasn't Gabby DiMartino if she was just some rando that rando would have the same would have the consequences of having to uh, uh, respond to some authority yeah I I agree with that um, but moving on to something that's someone not, else. yeah, moving on, moving on to someone who, someone else who has been canceled for horrible, awful yes. things, Mr. So, so this is something that like, I don't follow Logan Paul. Like I'm not, Logan Paul is not my world. So I don't, yeah, like I, 
whatever. So <laughs> apparently Logan Paul and Floyd Money Mayweather are going to box on February 20th. Um, they're going to they're going to fight, they're going to scuffle, they're going to scrap and I like I was very shocked to hear this because again like I don't really follow Logan Paul or Floyd Mayweather like I- I'm not really that into sports <laughs> surprisingly um but apparently they had been like arguing online like oh, apparently uh Logan called Floyd Mayweather out and said like he was going to whoop his ass and like one punch he was quote one punch i would snap this fucker in half apparently logan paul said that to floyd mayweather which okay i guess um and then i guess because because he said that floyd mayweather he tweeted these youtube girls better find some barbie dolls to play with because i'm not the one for kid games three years ago a fighter from the ufc said my name, and I had to put a muzzle on that bitch. Logan Paul can get the same treatment before I go conquer Japan again, which I don't really know what the fuck all that means. But (laughs) it's it's very interesting to me that, like, Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather are, like, fighting. Like, I, I don't know. This is very shocking to me. And also, like, Logan Paul is 25. Floyd Mayweather is 43. And also, Floyd Mayweather has, like, He's retired, number one, and he has like a very he has a perfect uh uh fighting what do you call it? <laughs> like he's never lost a match ever. He's won he's done 50 fights and he's never lost a match. And he's like apparently retired. So I'm just I'm really confused as to why this is happening. Obviously, this is very like this is a very huge thing like in the media. And lots of people are going to watch. So obviously, like, money is a factor. But it kind of just seems like Floyd Mayweather is in, like, young people's business. And it just doesn't. (laughs) It's just very weird to me. Yeah. It is weird. And it's just weird that they're from both different worlds. Like, a YouTuber and a professional boxer. I know, wasn't it Jake Paul that did a fight before? Or did Logan Paul also? Well, like, apparently they both fight. Like, they both do – they both box. So, Jake Paul, again, somebody that I also don't really follow closely, but I know he recently did a match with somebody, and he won. And then Logan Paul fought KSI last year, and he lost. So, they they dabble in it, but I don't – do we consider them professional boxers now? Like – it would be so interesting if they transitioned from being controversial ass YouTubers to fucking boxers. Like what and who and what? <laughs> I mean, you do you boo if you're really dedicated and successful at it, why not? But it's just like wow. Wow. Yeah, like I I don't know. I just I don't understand this and I don't know if anybody um, I'm probably not going to watch this fight because like I really don't care. But 
I'll I'll read the headlines after. Yeah, I'll read the headlines. I'll get the I'll get the TLDR. Same. All right, y'all. Let me give you the TLDR on something else that's been trending within the past few days. Wait, 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 wait. I feel like we have to introduce this segment. How can I forget? So, (laughs) because of our last episode where I just went off the rails and had the floor for like a straight 20 minutes ranting about my thoughts on J-Lo. You hadn't heard that to the last episode. Um, we're going to start a new segment where every podcast or every so often, um, I get about like a minute to five minutes to rant. <laughs> and this week's rant is going to be on um, something that I feel very uh, tied to. Wait, it's going to be called Angie Rant. Yes, it's going to be called Angie Rant. So everybody, this Angie Rants this week is going to be about Selena, the series, and how I'm seeing everybody on Twitter have so many Polar opposite opinions. Um, first of all, Selena, for those who don't know, um, is a Mexican-American artist who, unfortunately, about 20-something years ago, and I think the year 95, even before I was born, I'm a 97 baby, um, she was shot by someone who worked with her. I'm not going to say her name because, ew. But um, she was shot and died at a very young age and at the height of her career, like just at the beginning, at the very tippy top beginning. Um, And it's tragic and I still feel so sad to it this day. Um, About two years after her death, uh, Miss (laughs) J-Lo portrayed her in a movie about her life and her family and ended about, you know, how she had passed or left this earth. Um, And, 20-something years later, Selena is still as famous as when she was at the height of her career. Her songs are still on the radio. So Netflix decided to make a series on her. Um, And there's obviously a whole new cast. Um, It's a series, so there's a lot of differences between this and the movie. And I just wanted to kind of talk about the people hating on the actress, Christian Serrato, Hating on the series, hating on the wigs. What have people been saying, Angela? People have been saying that the actress is horrible. That, you know, she's a not some. I've even seen people criticize that she's not, that she's white. I'm like, y'all, she's Mexican American and Italian. She's not white. She speaks Spanish. You know, she's, people have really been complaining about the fact that she's not an exact replica of Selena. And I did my research, y'all. I looked up a lot of the interviews that were done after and before this uh, series came out. Bring out your receipts, Angela. (laughs) Here are my sources. Selena's sister, Suzette Quintanilla, actually uh, had a big role in creating the series. And so did her family. They had a say in in everything. You know, everything was approved by them. Um, And her sister, Suzette, had said that Christian was the perfect, you know, role for this, that she loved her. And, and, she even said it's not about, and I agree, it's not about finding an exact replica of, like, does she look like Selena? She's not as dark as Selena. She doesn't have the same hair. I'm like, y'all, it's not about finding an exact replica. It's about, can this person portray her in the right way? Can this person really, you know, bring back the spirit of Selena? The whole reason we're watching the show is so that we can learn more about who she was, about her road to success. The things we didn't even know about. I had no idea that Selena had, you know, curly red hair and 
it was this show, it's a series. It's a lot slower than the movie. It really shows leading up to who the Selena we know, who she was, who how she found herself, how the family went from struggling to getting record deals and being as famous as they were. Um, so I just have a problem with everybody hating on it. Everybody comparing it to the movie. Both of them were separate projects done at very different times. Dude, the movie was filmed two years after her death. It was fresh. The, the wounds were still there, you know, and they still are there, but it was very fresh. And that's a whole other topic on its own, how quickly they, you know, talked about her. But I love Selena because of the movie. I love Selena because of her music. I love Selena because of the series. The series really, I felt a lot closer to her story. I felt a lot closer to who she was. And on, on its own, like we should, I think we should respect both arts, you know, of work. Like they were, it's a lot of work. It's their big, it's a big role to fill because she's a big deal to a lot of people, including me. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. That's kind of a rant on it. How did you feel about it, Dylan? How are you feeling about it? Um, you guys should see all the replies she's been I've doing been on Twitter. Underscore MMZ. Um, the series, okay. Yes, I'm I'm just gonna say this. Like J Lo physically looked like Selena in the Selena movie, and she very much embodied her and act like her. She's she's gonna be like the best portrayal of Selena. Like, I'm sorry, there's just no way around it. <laughs> sorry, Angela. Um, but I do think I think this is a really good series. I'm only four episodes in. But no, I, I think this is a really good series. However, <laughs> the one thing I do not like about these this series is the fucking wigs. Like, these wigs, I'm sorry, I'm not a wigologist. I don't know anything about <laughs> wigs. But these are awful. <laughs> You're not the wig doctor. I'm not the wig doctor, but I know that these wigs are just so like goofy looking It literally it reminds me of some like i feel like they're cosplaying selena's mm -hmm. family like when they wear these wigs and i'm just like Ugh. but other than that that i do think the actress that plays selena i think she does an amazing job even if she doesn't look a hundred percent exactly like her i do think that she embodies her essence and her presence and her warmth. And I, I think that's really the most important thing. Obviously, like we want her to look like Selena, but I, I think her, since this is a longer form series, it, it's a series, it's not a movie. Um, I think having her embody Selena's personality was really important i th i think they got that right like it was pretty oh, yeah. i would agree and yeah the wigs weren't the best but i to add to that i think that the wardrobe that they that the entire wardrobe like they really captured what selena would dress like how her makeup was how her hair was even though they were wacky wigs um and i appreciate that because i had no idea like she owned her own fashion line she loved making her own clothes which I thought it was dope because they didn't, they didn't start off with a lot of money, so they had to make their own clothes, but she kind of fell in love with that. 
Yeah, and it also brings it not just to a younger audience, but to a worldwide audience. Like literally anybody in the world can watch her story. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think there's a lot of good things about it. And I do think it's a good series. So I'm very it's interested to see the part two. Oh my God, I can't wait for the part two. I hate that it ended, you know? But uh, the good outweighs the bad, even the, even the bad of the wacky wigs. I stand Selena. Oh, and I think just to end and to, to kind of add in from our last episode, I think that if Selena was still here with us today, she would surpass Mrs. Jennifer Lopez, Mrs. Jenny from the block. I think that Selena would single-handedly be made way more original because she, people love her because she's original and more successful and more talented than Mrs. Okay, we get it. You hate J-Lo. Can we move on? <laughs> Let's. So, okay. I I don't know why, but I was looking. Uh, I was on Twitter, as I am, and I was looking through my drafts, and I have so many fucking drafts on my Twitter. And I just thought I would take the time, because I really feel like sharing um that I would share some of these drafts and kind of explain where I was coming from and why I didn't hit send where your mind was at so I'm actually gonna kind of blind react to these because I've never heard this and I feel like it's gonna be funny or sad or both um and I don't have any Twitter drafts because when I tweet because you're boring as hell no when I tweet I mean what I say I don't go back on it sweetie <laughs> Okay, babes, you do you. I'm the sweetest bitch you'll ever meet. <laughs> okay, so my first draft, and I feel like a lot of people can relate to this, but I just feel like ultimately why I didn't send this tweet is because I feel like it's super long-winded and nobody has time for that. But, quote, I feel like a big millennial Gen Z problem in the workplace is having to bite your tongue whenever your racist Trump supporting boss says something. I give that a 10 out of 10. I can relate to that. I can relate to that with, with just not, not even his bosses, but like coworkers, maybe some family mm. members, even though I'll still rip their necks off. Um, no, you're absolutely right with that one. Yeah. I just didn't send it. Cause I feel like you have to say, like, if you're going to tweet something like this, it needs to be like, kind of funny and I feel like I was just ranting and I don't know so here as you read your drafts I will give it a rating of relatability or funniness and you'll explain what inspired you what inspired you well (laughs) my racist Trump supporting boss inspired me Yeah, because it's, it's sad. <laughs> it is really sad. I can't wait to have my own business. What is my rating for this tweet? 10 out of 10. I've been there. Okay. Oh, this one. <laughs> this one is really bad, but in a not in the way that you're thinking. Ugh, I almost don't even want to say this one, but whatever. I'm scared. So I tweeted... Everyone on Twitter is funnier than me. Everyone on Instagram is prettier than me. Everyone on TikTok is younger than me. Everyone on YouTube is more successful than me. 
Negative four out of ten. Comparison is a thief of joy and happiness. Bitch, get some balls, get some confidence, and rock whatever you're doing. That's my rating. Wow, very inspirational. No, so like, you know how I said um, that my weekend was full of me laying in my bed? That uh-huh. was when, That was when I tweeted that. Hey, Dylan, open the blinds, get some sunshine, go get yourself an iced coffee, restart your day. <laughs> um, okay, so w- wait, what was my score? Negative five? Negative four, negative four out of ten. Okay. Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm looking through it. Oh. <laughs> this is funny. This is what funny for me. Before you read it. <laughs> TikTok said the Polar Express has no plot and I am mind blown. Because <laughs> it's true. Like, what's the plot to Polar Express? That they meet Santa and believe Christmas is the Christmas plot. is the plot. Joy. That's true though. It's it's kind of like an all over the place movie, but it works. <laughs> it's like when you combine like leopard print with some stripes and like a bow it's weird but it works does it though it can um no, I, I love the polar express like that's one of my favorite christmas movies but when i heard that i was like oh shit like what is the plot to polar express yeah <laughs> what is the plot no i give that i give that a, a solid six out of ten it's 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 relatable it's funny it makes you think um my question is though why don't we just quickly take a little detour and talk about how we found out santa was real um i think i don't think i have like a very fun story i think just kids at school said yeah, I, he wasn't real and i was like oh fuck yeah I, oh, fuck. I was uh, in the third grade and this girl, Leah, was like, yeah, ask your mom. Santa's not real. And I'm like, <gasps> and so later that day, my mom picked me up from school and I'm like, mom, tell me the truth. Is Santa real? And straight up, she was like, no, he's not. I was like, ah! <laughs> but I kept it a secret for my sister and my cousin who was the same age. So I didn't ruin it for them, but I knew. Aww. I know, right? Um, okay. Ooh, this is um, this is me dragging my own community. I tweeted, or I, whatever I tweeted, Latinos, especially Cubans, who voted for Trump, are the weakest links in the Latin community. There for those, for those who don't know, I am Cuban, so I feel like I can confidently say that. Yes, I'm Mexican American. Dylan is Cuban American. Um, I think that, uh, that's very accurate. I remember there was like a Twitter, uh, video of like Primer Impacto or something like straight up. There was like a graph of Latinos that voted for Trump and Cubans were like skyrocketing. Meanwhile, everybody else was low. What the fuck? It just like, why do my people consistently let me down? Like, why do people in general consistently let me down? I don't. I don't get it. Um, what is what older is this? Generation? Oh yeah, no, it's definitely the older generation, but still, it's so fucked. Like, 
he does not care about you. He does not give a fuck about you. Anyway, we're not gonna we're not gonna go too far into that. But what what's the rating for this tweet? I give that a nine out of ten. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. I have, bro. I have a lot. I don't know if you can see it. Do you see all these? Holy moly! Did you just call me bro? Yeah. Wait. So, what's the point of not tweeting it and just drafting it? What? To save it for later. Why don't you just tweet it in the moment? Because sometimes the moment isn't right. <laughs> Come on now. Oh, I like to pause on your impulsivity. Yeah. See, I'm not like that. I am impulsive. I'll say what I mean. I'll mean what I say. I'm Fuck not it. impulsive at all. I, I am. feel like I feel like I need to be more spontaneous, but I just overthink every need to everything. Live a little. <laughs> okay. Why am I like dead ass, like laughing my ass off at my own tweet? Because you think you're the funniest person on the planet. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Trader Joe's will definitely make you cheat on Sprouts, but Sprouts <laughs> knows she will always be that girl. <laughs> oh my God. I'm dying. That girl. Sprouts will be that girl. Because listen, like, I feel like we, a lot of us, a lot of us started off with Sprouts because that's all we knew. We didn't know any other health food store other than Sprouts. But then, you know, as we got a little bit older, a little bit wiser, we wanted to branch out and TJ's was there and she had the goods, like, she knew what she was working with and yeah so but sprouts will always be in my heart forever trader hose um yeah no that's definitely funny and i can relate and it makes me think about them both you know they're kind of rivals i think i like them for different things sprouts has like everything that i would want but TJ's brings that price way the fuck down and offers me things I never even thought of, like crispy broccoli chips. <laughs> yeah. I give that tweet a nine out of ten. Made me laugh. Yeah. Honestly, why don't I just tweet that now? Like why don't you just start tweeting your traps as you're talking about them? <laughs> Am I a genius? <laughs> yes. Uh, maybe we'll do a part two to this because I have so many drafts. Um, yeah, we must. So let's, okay, what time are we at? We're at 43 minutes? Wow. Give me, give me two more and we'll wrap it up. Yeah, okay. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. This one. I don't, why did I not tweet this one? Why are female fighting characters infinitely better than male fighting characters? Am I wrong? Did I lie? Did I lie, though? You ain't lying. No, I could see that. I was just playing Injustice with my boyfriend this weekend. And like, theirs is better. Like, as a kid, I always saw, like, the female 
character fighting characters and they always had like the cutest power-ups like they always had the cutest outfits and the male fighting characters is just a big buff dude with like ripped like with like he's either shirtless or he has like ripped clothing like i'm sorry that doesn't do anything for me where's the style where's the 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 essence (laughs) and that's when you knew (laughs) yeah my gosh and then like you should talk talk to us about like the moments you just like knew you were different. Ooh, maybe that's a different podcast. Topic. That, I would I'm interested in knowing. Yeah, but um and then I would low-key get teased for like always playing as the female characters and like because they're better. <laughs> they're usually they're usually like faster too, and I always like the more faster characters than the more like heavier more powerful characters um yeah so that's uh that's like one of those things those random things that i'm like extremely passionate about (laughs) i give that a um, seven out of ten really yeah there's some good male ones oh well fuck you you i think it's like a you thing you know yeah, it definitely is. Um, oh, there are honestly so many good ones, but I'll just, I'll end it with this one. People who straight up pour pre-workout powder into their mouths are the same people that just randomly start chugging a bottle at a party. Dude, well, <laughs> please tweet that. I get that a 10 out of 10. Like who and the, who, who's your mom? Like, where's your mom? Who taught you this was acceptable to do? Chewing fucking dry ass fucking protein powder for fun or like pre workout pa- like nah nah disgusting electric chair but you're not <laughs> okay I think I think we should do a part two to this at some point because I have so many um and I really want your guys's thoughts on this so. With that being said, I think that's the end of the pod. Yeah, wow. hope, hope, hope our friends listening enjoyed our podcast. Please follow us on, we have a Twitter and Instagram at Friendtime Audio. Uh, if wherever you're listening, you can find us on Apple, Podcasts, Spotify, all the other ones. I don't, they're not popular. I don't know, but <laughs> find us how you can. Uh, rate us um comment follow us tweet at us we're listening we're here we love you smooches bye (laughs) bye